In the words of uh, Got a joke Yeah What do you call a bow And a Vinny Put together <laughs> God This is the worst joke I've ever heard Balvini <laughs> Oh Yeah that was the first thing That came to my mind I probably should have never said it Well Total dad joke right there. Yeah. What do you call a bell and a vini put together? Yeah. Balvini. Now, now you know my struggle. Put it up, put up, pow. You have to explain your jokes. <laughs> it's brutal. Welcome <laughs> to my world. Hey, you laugh, but you got it right away. You're like, oh, I know what he's saying. But you were uh, like, you were laughing like, I can't believe he said that. Yeah. It's Belvini time. Right? Oh, yeah. So. This whole episode is nothing but Belvini. We got the single barrel 12 first fill. Man, look how clear that is. Yeah. Holy moly. And this is the bottle that's on. This is the. Uh, when you look at our logo, you know? Oh, that's so. On the podcast? This is the uh, bottle. Mm hmm. This, this Belvini 12. Same, same bottle. <coughs> Haven't really touched it that much. Wow. Start with this. I'm gonna just pour them all, mm-hmm. because Let them the, out a little bit. yeah, the the oh, fifteen is definitely the um, twenty-one. You wow, that's amazingly super yeah. clear. Yeah, I I never pictured the twelve-year single barrel looking like that. And that's kind of and I've never I seen a Belvini that light. And uh, I, I mean, the Belvinis I know. That's why I picked it for the picture. It's uh-huh. because I wanted to be whiskey to whiskey. I wanted a really dark American bourbon to, you know, all the way, full spectrum, gotcha. all the way to a really light straw colored, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. single malt. All right. Now we have the Belvini single barrel. The 15. 15 sherry cask. So this is where things get interesting, and which is highly sought after. No. This is forty-seven point eight percent, and the uh, twelve-year is forty-seven point eight percent. A lot of a lot of people go crazy over this fifteen-year single barrel. This would be my first time ever having it. The fifteen-year. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then the 21 year half oh, yeah. This I've had this barrel, this barrel, this bottle for three. Yeah, easy three years. And this one, it's probably about the same proof. You would think 43 percent. So less. Less. Yep. 43%. So the first two were at 47? 47.8. <clears throat> 47.8. Okay. Now, and 43. the price, what I paid, the 12-year single barrel is like $75 range. When you got it. Yeah. 
I wonder if it went up. And I, and I think it has gone up. Because I know that 15 so like, has. It's probably more like $80 range, $85 range. And then the 15 year was 125 when I first bought it. <laughs> and the second second bottle I bought was like 139 Okay, that's not too bad. So it went up a little. But it was so good, I had to buy another one. And then the 21 year is like two... No, no, no. Three. Twenty. Yeah, it's like two ninety nine. I saw that's the cheapest I ever saw. Yeah. And, you know, I had to try it once. Cause I love Belvini so much. Mm-hmm. So. What was what your first say? Belvini product? Since we're. What is my first? Yeah. What was your first Belvini product? Probably the double wood. The double wood. Yeah. Their cheapest, you know, that double wood. The twelve, or something. Yeah, I think it's like twelve double wood. It's like finished in something. It's it was good, but I really, really became a fanboy with a single barrel when I went to the twelve single barrel. Yeah, people. Like, oh, okay. Till this day, I get it. say that the fifteen-year single barrel is probably their heartstring for sure and I never had it so it's going to be an experience for me to actually find out what scotch connoisseurs are talking about so because I've had this before I'm just going to have a add a few drops to each one of these of water just because I know I can take it get them started all right. Now the color of this in the glass, <laughs> in this room. I mean, it has a tint, <laughs> a light tint. Is like turpentine. I don't know. Not even turpentine. Yeah. Just barely. It's almost like you had rust in your faucet water type of color <laughs> right I mean it's clean looking oh yeah but there's some imperfection in your water <laughs> that's what it looks like it looks like it's not cloudy at all it's like rust oh. man oh. hmm I don't know what I'm picking up here definitely malt shocker Hmm. Kind of dry. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Like some fresh fruit? Yeah. Yeah, fresh cut fruit. The typical melons. Yeah, melon. For sure. Which you kind of get that in crisp, clean malts. You get that fresh cut melon. Not not that heavy. There's nothing heavy about this. This is light. Yeah, so light. Huh. I'm pretty sure I said that many of times reviewing some of your single malts. Especially with the, the crisp 
oh. clean ones. Oh yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's like a dessert. Buttery. Fruit. It's dry. It's not very sweet. Man, I'm getting a lot of honeysuckle. Whew. Mm-hmm. That's good. Hmm. Belvini. Spice? Yeah, spice. Bacon spices. I'm thinking of like a some dry cocoa on the finish. On the back end. Like cocoa powder. Huh. Like the, the, the chocolate powder that you bake with. It's mm -hmm. not sweet. Yeah, yeah. But you can taste the, the, the chocolate. Bitter. Yeah. Looks are deceiving. I'll tell you that. Because by looking at this, you're like, it's not going to be a bit of flavor in this. Right. And then you smell it and it's like, okay, it's Okay, subtle. something. And then you taste it. Honey melon. Honeydew melon. But the whatever. nose, it's so funny after the first sip, you'll think that the nose from all the flavors I'm picking up in my mouth. And then you go back to the nose again. I'm still smelling... Uh -huh. Not much of anything. I mean, I'm getting some honeydew, maybe now, after the second sip. Actually, I'm getting more like the sweet, sugary notes yeah. now. Now that I tasted it, and now I'm smelling it. Yeah. Here's the thing about the single barrel. Is it's different every time. Yeah. Single barrels are the best, man. That's why it's always nice to always, when you finish this bottle, get yeah, another get one. Get another one. See yeah. what happens. I, I mean, I bought one, the first one. Um, loved it. And then I bought the second one. Popped the cork. Smelled the bottle. I couldn't smell anything. I, zero. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Like... What? I got gypped. <laughs> you know, like, this isn't even it. Yeah. And then, you know, a week later, it was all there. But, cork pop? Nothing. Yeah, it's only a handful of whiskeys that I could think of in my lifetime of my whiskey journey. That when you have a first quirt pop, you're amazed. Like, man, this is good. I think we only had that a couple of times since we did this podcast. Or cast, pop, not cork, cast. Quirt pop, yeah. where it was awesome. Yeah, not bourbons, to... bourbons are a little different because they're already big. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's going to be something there immediately. Whereas this kind of stuff, 
Oh yeah, it takes it's time. It's so delicate yeah, that it, takes time. Uh, it can disappear. Yeah, this is very clean. This is like one of those scotches that I I kind of classify as like, you know, close to the pinnacle of what a classic scotch should be like. You know? Like if you were to describe scotch to someone who'd never had it, and you gave them one sample, what would it be? You know, you, I mean, you wouldn't pick a peated scotch. Yeah. You'd pick something that was like this. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a strictly American whiskey like that, rye bourbon. Yeah. And you want to get into scotch, this is a... I would say this is a... Bourbon lover's scotch, kind of? Hmm. I would think, if you want to get it into entry level. But, that'd be kind of uh, hard. Because, entry level, you're going to be spending 80 bucks off the bat. Yeah. But, I'm pretty sure there's others, but... Once you get into it... It's complex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a good product here. I mean, it literally looks like nothing. I mean, I'm holding it up to a light, and... From from a distance, they were like, "Hey, Joel, uh, since when did you start putting, you know, gin in a Glen Cairn glass or yes. some type of?" It is along the lines of that one gin we yeah. tried from uh, La Crosse. Yeah, it's like barrel aged gin. It's like a slight yellow tint, barely any color. Wow. Hmm. Trying to pick up more flavors I really can't. When it comes to single malts for me. They tend to have the same kind of. Not flavor. But notes. Mm -hmm. Some of them are mild. Some of them are. A little bit profound. And then some of them are like. Extravagant with their profoundness of the the note. (laughs) Yeah. So you either get fifteen. Yeah. You either get low, medium, or high when it comes to single malt. I mean, you don't get anything like you know what, man. I'm getting some butterscotch here with some toffee and salted caramel Mm -hmm. or something like that, like you do with you know bourbons. Is usually melon, especially if it's a. A non-peated, a non-Ilo whiskey. Some version of fruit. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Either it's not dark fruit. It's well, either unless it's dried finished. dark fruits or mm-hmm. it's either like bright, crispy, you know, yeah. fresh fruit. Which is insane to even think that, how could a grain, you malt the grain, you ferment it, and you're tasting, you yeah. Know, all it's kinds almost of like you, yeah. It's pears, like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. It's like they possible? throw all that fruit into the fermentation tank. 
but they didn't. It's just so clean and crisp. Good summertime drink. Mm, I was about to say that, but I was stopping myself because I'm like, how many times have I said that about a good single malt this color? True. This is a summertime whiskey right here. Yeah. But you're not wrong. It's like... There's a lot of Japanese whiskeys that are kind of like this, but this is a step above. This is like, there's a, there's a, like those Japanese whiskeys that are, they're all like $30 a bottle, you know, no age statement, you know, it's just cheap Japanese whiskeys and it's good. It's like this, it's good, but this is a step up. Mm -hmm. It's like. There's more spice. There's more fruit. It's just clean, clean, clean. Yeah. A little salt. Brininess. Okay. Not going to finish it. Because I want to come back to it. I may mm -hmm. want to come back to it. Hmm. Let's mosey on down to the 15. Now I'm looking at the 15 and the... 21. Yeah, they're kind of similar. They're almost the same. The 21 has a little more red in, in it, maybe. So this is uh, a cherry cask, right? Yeah, this is the 15 cherry cask. Oloroso or PX? Um, I smell some PX. In European here. cherry European. buds. Huh. European. Ooh. I must say that I love this nose better than the first. Oh, yeah. Smelling some uh, buttery biscuits here. <laughs> oh. Man. Rich. Dark fruit. Yeah. Probably from that sherry. European sherry buds. Hmm. Slight. Like, um. Acidic gunpowderish. A little bit on the nose. I'm getting some smooth peanut butter here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I 
Okay. You're one in a million. This this bottle. Oh man! Is my second bottle of fifteen year. Whoa! And this isn't as that good is as my first bottle. Really? Yeah, my first one was even better. This is delicate, man. Mm. Just the nose alone is worth the price. This is almost as delicate as a porcelain doll. If that makes sense. <laughs> man. Is that nose great or what? I know. La da dee, la da da. Just a ton of dark fruit. Fruit. I'm getting a ton of brown sugar too, which is weird for a single malt. That's just me. Yeah. And I'm getting some heat. A little bit of heat mm -hmm. in the chest. Not that Kentucky hug, but a scotch. Scotland. Go back uh, to the, and now go back to the nose. It's just like, man, so that buttery. Nose man. Is, yeah, gosh, is worth the price. I mm. might have to add to my collection, man. Mm. Yeah. Whew. Now I see what the hype's all about with these 15-year-old single barrels. Is this the Elijah Craig's single barrel of or barrel proof of uh, <laughs> scotch? Or we should yeah. say, yeah, it's probably Elijah Craig barrel proof of scotch. You know the, the, what I was saying about the Elijah Craig, the flintiness? You get a little of that in here. Mm -hmm. The flintiness. The mineral quality. The mineral um, bitterness. You know, like, minerals are, you know, you take a vitamin pill, put it in your mouth. It's, it's got acidic and bitter flavors. Right? Yeah. It's kind of like this. It's not um, one of those sweet, friendly, approachable type of scotches. You know? It's not sweet. It's not sugary. Mm. Yeah, I would say that the 12-year was kind of... Sweeter. Yeah. 
This has some sweetness to it, but it's more oakiness. Probably the, you know, the three more years. And probably the sherry has a lot to do with it too. Like you said, that dried fruit. I'll tell you, the finish lasts forever, it seems like. Right. And it would be almost unfair to go right to the to 21 <laughs> at this point. Uh, you gotta take a break. Hmm. can't believe that's lesser proof, though. Yeah. Kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Yeah, it kind of disappoints me that some of these, you know, like, this 21 is 43%. Should yeah, be, I was like, what? should be 46 at least. It's like that uh, Bushmills 21. 40%. It's like, what? Johnny Walker Blue. Yeah. 40%. Which it does have flavor. I went back to it a few months ago and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. But I still still need to drain some more in there to get it open up some more. It's funny how people just go crazy over that bottle. The Johnny Walker Blue. Johnny blue. Walker Blue. Yeah. I can't believe that we found it for that price that one day when we were, like, whiskey shopping together. And I'm like, i never seen it this cheap before. Alright, I gotta grab it. <laughs> now, what Belvinis do you have? Uh, do I have a Balvini? I did. I think I do have one. But it's probably just a double wood. Okay. I don't know if it's a 15 or a 12 year. I think it might be a 15. Hmm. I don't know. Or it could be... I could be wrong. It probably could just be the 12. I know they have like 30 some dollars? Hmm. In that range, forty bucks. I can't remember. I know they had a seventeen year that was like dark, super dark, but mm. that's discontinued now. But I think I do have a Belvini Double Wood. I used to have the fourteen year rum cast, but that's gone now. Finish that. All right. Yeah, I used to go to that all the time. I don't think I had any of that of yours. Rum cask? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's long gone. (laughs) Was it? It was a single barrel too, wasn't it? Uh, shoot, I can't remember. That's probably my third bottle too, which is funny. Over over the years when I was in the whiskey, before I got it like huge into bourbon. All right, so going from the 12 to the 15. Mm-hmm. What do you, aside um, from the obvious The 15-year part. Finished. Yeah, that probably fits my profile a little bit because mm. it kind of leans toward the bourbon side, kind of, but not really. Right, more cask influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oak. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of oak. But a good balance, not too Oh, oaky. yeah, not too much. It's not like a Elijah Craig 18 in the <laughs> yeah. summer of Kentucky, sucking up all that oak for 18 years, and then the crazy climate. Wait, you had that? Elijah Craig 18? Mm-hmm. And? I think you had it. Did I? Yeah. If you went to my father-in-law's. I don't know. I don't remember having it. Well, my mom was here. Huh. Yeah, he had a smidget left. Oh, maybe I did. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, kind of tastes like the 12 year. Because it's funny, when that bottle gets lower, <laughs> the oak diminishes, which is weird to me. Like, when you first open it, it's like an oak bomb. And then as it gets lower and lower and lower, it's almost like, is this Elijah Cry 12? <laughs> huh. That can or, be that can be the same with uh, peated scotches. Mm-hmm. Where, as it goes down in the bottle, it's like less intense, less peat. Mm-hmm. So it, may, it just may lose it, yeah. May lose it over time. Oh no! That's... Man, you're right about the finish, though. Yeah, that took like forever. Five minutes to go away. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Let me nose this port. Boy. All right, going in for the twenty-one. Ooh. Ooh. Different. A lot sweeter than both of the ones that we had prior. Sweeter than the 12-year single barrel and, and sweeter than the 15-year. Multifaceted. Yeah, complex. Time. There's a lot going on. Wow. Man, I want to say like uh, plums. Yeah. A fresh plum. I'm getting some dough. Like pastry, the dough. Not like it's co- yeah. cooked yet, but, you know, raw dough, and then yeah. you're putting the sugar powder on there, about to bake it. Wow. Man. I will say this, this, is, been... this is my favorite nose out of the three. Oh, it's been... Probably over a year since I've got into this stuff. I don't remember it being this uh, fruity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tasted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that forty-three percent. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay, it's sweet. Whew. It's much sweeter than the other two, that's for sure. 
uh, yeah, 43%. It's full flavor. I hate to go back to the 12 year after this. I know I got a little bit in there, but I'm, I know I'm going to be disappointed in it after this. Right. Be like, uh, yeah, it's good, but, uh. Oh, it's so rich. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. They must know what they're doing. Obviously. Because I was going in for disappointment. Yeah, because I, I didn't, you know, what I said about ton, 1510 or 1509, whatever it is. What level was that bottle at when you had The ton? It? Yeah. Uh, around S- half full. Shoulder? No, no around half full. Yeah. I wonder if I had to get a little bit lower, I wonder. Because that's like the most expensive one, right? And what, okay. what, what's the specs on that? Just, just a minute. I'll get back to that. But I have to say this. This bottle has been open for three years. Three years. And it is just now reaching its pinnacle. Like, I've tried this two years. It's been open for two years, and it wasn't like this. Yeah, I know. I, I told know. you, I'm like, I can't, it's not ready yet. I can't push it. It's not ready yet. And it's not ready yet. <laughs> I'm it's not ready I, yet. I'm glad I waited three years. If you have a bottle of this, make it last. You know at what's least funny about this portwood? I, I remember when Dylan got this bottle, and every time he told me that it was not ready yet, I waited and waited and waited and waited. It's not ready yet. I was like, man, I'm going to be like probably 65. Until it's ready. Yeah, this podcast is going to be over before <laughs> it's ready. This is what shocked me today. Or, when you guys will listen to the other episode, I'll be like, what? The, the Portwood? Yeah. Well, I was excited about the 12 and the 15 because I never had those before. Yeah. The single barrels. But well, to put it all in perspective, for, for, for I'll tell you this. This is why we got to do the back. If you don't, if you don't want to dump the money though on the Portwood or any other special releases yeah, from Balvini, like so the Madeira, the Madeira. I mean, <laughs> from what we're drinking now, I was like, yeah, this is a three hundred dollar whiskey. I can say that from having it. But if you don't want to dump it. I think your best bargain is spending the 150 or whatever it is, 140-ish yeah. for the 15-year single barrel. Yeah. Because you're going to get... It gets you pretty close. Yeah. And then you're going to get different experiences depending on the single barrel that you get. Right. Like, the first bottle I got of that 15 was phenomenal. Second, not, not as much. A little disappointed. But... Still good, mm-hmm. just not the same caliber. Man, this that is, is crazy. The problem with this is it takes three years to get to this point. Is that's so? Bizarre. Man, that's why it's three hundred bucks. Because this is not made to be like. Right. <laughs> well, finish that bottle. 
It's a special occasion whiskey. Yeah. So I have no problem <coughs> spending three hundred dollars on a special occasion whiskey. Like, yeah. even though it might take some time for it to get to its peak, but yeah. Let me know. So, so what took you to drink that to that point in three years? Like, you just didn't do it. Like, oh, you know what? I just got to pour something in here. I have to have been like, oh, man, I'm off this week. I got a four-day weekend or something. <laughs> or I'm off for the next two days because or something or whatever. Well, I bought it. I tried it. Put it away. Six months later, try it again. Put it away. Four months later, try it again. You know. So no was, special occasion. No, I really. just kept you trying kinda... and kept because I I already went through the fifteen year. I mean that's what that's kind of like, what I it's knew, made for. I knew with what what I experienced with the fifteen year was you you have to wait. It'll show up. Well, the time that you're drinking it in is almost like a special occasion type of thing. Six months. Yeah. And then after I, that six months period, four months down the road. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. just be random times, but it was like, all right, is it ready now? Is it ready mm-hmm. now? And it took me half the bottle to find out, and three years later, it's finally ready. ready. Mm-hmm. But because I had that experience with a 15-year, it was the same way. It was like, I, I drank it... Put it away, drank it, and then like a good half a year, six months later, all of a sudden it's like a whole nother animal and it's delivering big time. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is great. So this is how Belvini's work is you just got to wait. You got to wait and wait and wait till they show up. Definitely don't base your opinion on the first couple of months. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I was, you know, going into this, I was a little biased toward the 15th. But, uh... Yeah. Portwood for the win. This is finally where it should be. Yeah, once I took the sip, I was like, I don't see anything wrong with this 43%. (laughs) It's like It's kind of crazy how we, uh... Cake, fruit... It's kind of funny how we do these things we don't rehearse this and we don't tell each other what we're gonna do but tonight from what we recorded if you listen to the episode before this one yeah two whiskeys in different type of worlds at 86 proof stole the show except for the EHT Taylor Bear proof obviously but (laughs) other than that FOM single barrel and then the Portwood. Both at 43%. Hmm. So sometimes high proof doesn't. Drastically 
priced so differently. differently. Oh, this is just... This is first class. Yeah. That knows. Yeah, man. You can't beat this. This is, uh... Now, I have a friend back in Virginia. He's a... Balvini of Balvini fans. I, I told you about him. Yeah. And showed you him. He has, like, everything Balvini, even the 30 years and all that stuff. I showed you his collection. And he said that he likes support wood, but he said the Madeira 21-year is just a chef's kiss, pretty much. Is it a single barrel, too? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Because the portwood is a single barrel, right? Yeah. Uh, or no? Well, maybe not. No. Yeah, it might just be finishing the cask. Yep. It's not single barrel. He said the Madeira blows the portwood out the water. From what he says. Huh. He was supposed to send us a sample. He <laughs> never did. Well, what's his name? Uh, Chris. Chris. It's time. <laughs> Distilled Adrenaline. That's his Instagram name. Oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Just for fun. Take a minute. We're going to go back to the 12. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Wasting our time. No, No, the 12 was good. I like the 12. Okay, so going from the 15 to the 21. Richer, 10 times more complex. The nose is... It's... World class. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a high-end whiskey. Truly high-end. What else is different? Whew. Um, it's just there's there's no heat at all, like there was in the and fifteen. There even was even when heat. you put your the nose. You can feel the heat from the scotch. It's like... It doesn't smell like an 86 proofer. When you dive in deep in there. Mm. It's like, man. Burns your nostrils a bit. Which, I like that. Yeah. It doesn't taste like an 86% or 86 proof. Right. 43% whiskey. It has so much flavor. It's crazy. Alright, the 12, you see. And sweeter. Oh, which yeah. Which is a surprise, because none of these were sweet. That's probably the until this point. Must be the uh, the port. Yeah. Right? Uh, this is so muted now. Go back to the 12. 
It almost smells more <laughs> smokier. <laughs> it smells smokier. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you went back to the 12, even though this is not an Isla, you know what the smells it makes like. it smell like an Isla. You know what it smells like? A little bit. Is the um, street pumas. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But that, that... I always said that it smells like Johnny Red. Or Johnny Walker Red. Or something. But yeah, street pumas. Which I always thought that it was probably Johnny Walker Red or something. But it's not. I wasn't getting that the first time through. But yeah, I'm going from smokier. that port wood to this, I am. Yeah. Wow, not a lot going on in the nose. I'm getting some clay. Hmm. Yeah, that mineral. Or Play-Doh. I got you on the clay. Tastes good. I'm getting a Ooh. little more smoky. Spice. I'm getting some smoky vibes here. Oh. The bitterness. Yeah, I didn't pick up on the smoke, but I know what you mean. There's like, compared to what we came from, it's yeah, like I finished it's like peated. It's like a, I wouldn't I wouldn't say peated, but no. There's uh, a smoky finish. Charred. Yeah. Okay. This is one of those difficult scotches. It's a. Uh, it's not sweet. It's spicy. It's bitter. But yet there's a fruit aspect too, and as we just discovered, a charred smokeness. It's a difficult scotch. It's not for beginners. No. <laughs> that is, uh... That is not, uh, you know, your average... Fruity scotch. Okay. Moving on. Are you gonna read the 12? Before we move on? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. You go first. Eighty-five. Eighty-six. It's a... Uh, it's a difficult one. You gotta be... You gotta like this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's a, It's like peated scotch, you know? Yeah. You either love it or hate it. And it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I love all three. Yeah. They're just in... <laughs> you definitely... So, I'm glad I presented it the way I did. Because if I were to just buy these brand new... Oh, yeah. Yesterday, 
And then we would be like, what is dollies. this? You'd be like, Dilly, you waste your money. Different numbers completely. You waste your money, Dilly. <laughs> you spent $600 for nothing. You could say I wasted my money still because it took me three years to get to that flavor. All right. All right. 15 86. That's fair. Ooh. See? Still no, a great nose. I love this. Still a great nose. But we are coming back from the 12, though. Yeah. This is just. All right, let's say this we do is this. Ticking all the boxes. Before we take our sip, again. Put put the fifteen down, and smell the twenty one, and then go back to all the right. fifteen. If the fifteen Good still idea. has the same smell, I'm gonna be like, okay, people. If you don't want to spend the money for the port wood, get the single barrel. Man, no, <laughs> it's got it. It's got it's. It's money. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Alright, go back to the 15. <sighs> Man, I, I'm telling you, Dylan, the only thing that this portwood has on that nose compared to this 15-year single barrel is the sweetness. Not just the sweetness. It's got complex, subtle complexities that yeah. you can... If you just sit there and sniff it for minutes on end, you're getting, you know, you're, it's traveling around. There's, there's layers. But this 15 year single barrel back. is good too. Now, okay. Now what if they made a 15 year... This one's got more gunpowdery smell Kurt to wood. it. This 15 year old... Is a little more gunpowder, <sighs> sulfur. Yeah. Hmm. Still good, but Port Portwood's got it. It's the best by far. Not even close. But, even though it's not close, if you don't want to spend $300 on a Portwood or a Madeira or whatever this line is for the 21-year-old scotches, I mean, you can't go wrong with the 15-year single barrel. You even, just can't. Yeah. Like, the first time I bought the a bottle of the 15, I split it between three three guys. It was me and two other guys. And we split the bottle evenly. Because I didn't want to spend that much money... At the time. At the time. Mm -hmm. On a bottle... And be like... You know, I don't... It's too much of a risk. But now, you know... Now I'm fully into this hobby where I'm like... I know... What I'm getting. I know what I'm getting. Which is why I like the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. Because they the way they break down their flavor 
they're like, okay, we have them in these 12 flavors. What do you want to go for? You know? And then once you're in that flavor range, you know what you like. Mm-hmm. Then you go for which one do you want to go for? And you know it's going to be stellar. Whereas this, it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. You know? The single barrel from Belvini, from one to the other, it is really hit or miss. Like, this is kind of... I would say this is a miss based on what I had first. The first one. But this isn't bad. And as far as the port would, even though it took you three years, but if you saw one decently priced for what you got it for, because you don't see them all the time, would you get another one? All right. Even though you have to be patient with it. Knowing what we're having right now. No. I'd go for the Madeira. To what your 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 buddy says. Mm-hmm. He says, go for the Madeira. I'd try that. There's so many Belvinis out there. Oh, it's a ton. And they take so long to develop is the problem. Patience. That, uh, yeah, you've got to have... Serious patience. Speaking of which, there's a, if you haven't noticed, there's a trend going around with taking a frother, like one little little blender thing, yeah, for coffee, to uh, whiskey to improve, or tequila. Or any spirit, really, to improve the flavor. We gotta try this on the next episode. Yeah. Where we take, like, nothing special. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, a aged, expensive. Uh, Kentucky Hour Rye. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, just some standard run-of-the-mill type of either bourbon or scotch mm-hmm. and try it out see if it makes a difference because i i tried it with tequila or already you and it changed mm. it changed the flavor it did change the flavor it it um i want to say it made it less hot on the tongue and more, I don't know, uh, almost like it lowered the ABV somehow. If that makes any sense. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's like it took the heat of the alcohol away. That is crazy. Eh, we can try it on a, a bourbon or, or a scotch. All right. What are, your, what are you thinking for this 15 year? 88. 88 I'm going to say 87 just because I know what the other barrel was like mm-hmm. and this isn't my favorite but still really good 
Okay. Port definitely has an impact on this. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Bit time. This sweetness is purely from port. Now, is it possible that the, all that sweetness is coming from the barrel? Or are they, like, adding... But with port, I mean, you don't get that much sweetness from that barrel. You get dryness. It's some type of... Yeah, you get color and flavor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you don't get sugar. Yeah. So is it possible they're putting sugar in this? Because this is noticeably sweeter. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow, maybe a trick of the tongue. It just seems a lot sweeter. Okay. What do you think? 93. Whoa. 93. Yeah. I'm going to say... 92 because it took so long to get here but it's here mm -hmm. and it's definitely a 92 it's it's first class scotch yeah 93 for me but it wasn't always this way yeah you know what I do? I'll, I'll do. The next bottle of expensive Belvini I get, we're going to do a cork pop. Oh, yeah. You're going to see what it's like when you have it on day one. It's like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, what? I don't think so. $300 on this? Mm-hmm. What a treat. Yeah. The the nose. I love this nose. Well. I'm just thankful that we have this podcast and that we get to try each other's collections in a different spectrum of the whiskey world. And share it with people. Mm-hmm. And they have an experience. Like, now I can tell people that, hey, I have Belvini 21 Portwood. Yeah. <laughs> you go work in everybody else, like, oh, man, each Taylor Small Batch is great, man, but I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> well, last weekend I just had Bearer Proof. Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, it wouldn't be like that. It would be like, oh, yeah, I had... One of the E.H. Taylors. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. Which one was it, Dylan? <laughs> no, I, I don't small remember. batch? I don't uh, remember. I probably was a small batch. 
Uh, it was like 129 proof or something. Yeah. The barrel like, proof? It was like high proof. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. I that's think it was like batch 11 or something. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be angry. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't my bottle. My friend had one and you shared it with me. It was pretty good. I gave it a 75 out of 100. <laughs> what? No. That was... That was good. That was so good. Alright. And on that note, we close this delicious episode... I'm just thinking about all the people that you work with that if they're all into bourbon and they know that you're a single malt guy then they're like, hey, alright Dylan likes whiskey but he's a scotch guy so <laughs> he probably mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about the bourbon stuff so tell me what the, are the best bourbons you had, Dill. Well, I had H. Chilabigger Proof. <laughs> I had Koi Hill. <laughs> and there's oh, probably yeah. ten more that I forgot. Yeah, I had a Kentucky Owl Rye some Batch Discovery 3. Series. Some Discovery Series. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I said, Kentucky Owl Batch 3. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, the Jack Daniels Special Release Rye I had. and They're going to be like... We hate you. I don't. I don't tell anybody I'm into whiskey. I don't. I don't. I don't talk about it. No. Oh. I don't. I don't. What am I gonna say? They're like, like I don't want that conversation. You know. They're like some of these oh. guys might surprise you. Cause, yeah, but you, you said didn't you say that one of your buddies had like a meet up and they finished a whole thing of Kentucky Owl or. No, it was the guy who bought it at the store. Oh, he's like, that's uh, that's really good. We finished it in one night. The owner and I, I was over at his place and we finished the whole bottle. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know what happens is, you you say you know like I'm into whiskey. uh, Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, and then you start talking about whiskey, and then they're like, and they're like, what? Uh yeah, forty dollars is about all I yeah, yeah that's <laughs> as much as I spent. And then you're like, okay. And on the get day I spend sixty bucks. And you're like Well, you can talk about things, but then you're you feel embarrassed <laughs> by anything you're gonna say. You can't I mean you're 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 limited of about what you can talk about, you know? So that's I just avoid the whole thing. I, yeah. I never talk about it. Well, like the people I work with, they think that I'm an amateur. When one guy found out that I was in the bourbon, he's like talking about Buffalo Trace and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, one day you, you know, you get to that point to get a good collection. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But you don't, like, want to, you don't want to tell them what you got. I wanted to see. I was like, can you send me a picture of yours? <laughs> I hate to be like that, you know, arrogant. But I'm like, he's talking to me like I'm a noob. I'm like, uh, uh, man, if you only knew. 
<laughs> if you all knew, he patted me on the back. He's like, yeah, one day you get there, man. I know that Buffalo Trace is hard to find. He's like, I got Blantons and some Eagle Rares and all that stuff. He's like, yeah, you, you, eventually, man, if you work hard enough, you get to that point. And you patted me on the back. I just said I was into whiskey. So why did you assume that I don't have Eagle Rare and Blant? Like, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to open up a can of worms. See, and that's another thing. I don't want to deal with those kind of people. I know. Who are like, Dude, know. if I would have showed him the pictures I got of my collection, he probably would have got mad at me. He probably wouldn't talk to me again. Right. Even though I wanted to do it so bad. <laughs> you patted me on the back because you think I don't have Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, or Blanton's? you there someday. Are you kidding me? Wait, 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 okay. I'm him. Right? Yeah. Okay. You tell me. Go ahead. <laughs> tell you what? Tell me you're into whiskey. I'm into whiskey. Oh, you're into whiskey? Really? Oh, actually, this is how it went. Someone found out that I like whiskey, and they said that, oh, yeah, you should talk to oh, so-and-so-and-so. Yeah. So I was like, hey, oh, man, yeah. I hear you're into whiskey. I'm into whiskey, yeah. too. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, really? I was like, I went to Buffalo Trace last year. And then he no, was I'm like, kidding. I Buffalo went to Buffalo Tra- Trace a couple of times. I've been there a couple of times. Don't worry. You'll get there one day. Yeah. I mean, Patch I told him, back. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's kind of crazy how people are going over Buffalo Trace. That's what I said. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, this is my time to drop the bomb. Like, oh, yeah, I got Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, and, and Blattens. And then he's like, don't worry, man. I mean... He, he was doing I, all the talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just was making a conversation. Because he mm-hmm. had a Buffalo Trace shirt on, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we went there and all that stuff. And I was like, man, it's just crazy how people are going over a Buffalo Trace products. You know? He's like, oh, well, I, I got most of all this stuff from Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, I got Blanton's, I got Eagle Rare. And he just assumed that I just didn't have any of that. And he's like... You know what, man? You, you try hard enough, man. You get there. I'm like, don't, don't you know I have a podcast? Okay. Well, have you, you seen end, my page? How do you end that conversation? What would you say? Oh, I left it alone because it was killing me inside. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, if you only knew what I had, I, I know I have a better collection than you. But I'm not going to say that because I'm not that type of person. Right. And people are talking. for you. And people well. are going to me. Tell me to talk to him, like for advice or whatever. Yeah. And one of the guys that I work with, he knows what I got. And he's telling people, like, why are you telling Joel to talk to this guy? Joel's the guy to talk to. Yeah. And they're like, he is? He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, have you seen his page? He's like, he's the reason why I get the whiskey I got. Uh. And everybody's like, oh, we always thought that Joel was like an amateur. No. <laughs> I can't believe the amount of posts you can put out there. And I haven't posted and it's everything. never the same bottle. I haven't posted everything. Yet. And you haven't posted everything. <laughs> Not even and you close. post like three times a week. Yeah, sometimes twice, depending on the week. But, yeah. If only he knew patted me on my back and I was like 
I think my fist balled a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> wait, <laughs> it wasn't the way that it's supposed to go. I mean, me and Dylan review everything, and we always don't go for allocated stuff. Like, I guarantee you that this guy probably haven't had any of the Balvinis. He looks like, I hate to say it, he looks like that or typical bourbon guy. bourbon guy that likes, that, that searches out for the Buffalo Trace stuff. That's what he looks like to me. I hate to say it, but that's what he looks like. Hey, man. I, I go I, through all like I'm, yeah. We, I'm a little bit like him too. We come on, we 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 <laughs> I, venture to other stuff though. I, I mean, I'm I'm a bourbon version of him, but uh, I, there's a malt side to me. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to Story Company in Indianapolis looking for Buffalo Trace products. No, if there's a Buffalo Trace pro- product on the the shelf, yeah, you'll grab it. But you're not going to Story Company. No, looking. For no. Buffalo Trace products. Uh-huh. Just like when we went to Kentucky. My whole goal wasn't to be like, man, oh boy. When we get to Louisville, the only thing I'm looking for is Blanton's. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm looking for stuff that I can't get here. That's on the outside of the spectrum of, well, it's not outside of the spectrum of bourbon, but it's not Buffalo Tree stuff that is... Kind of hard to find here. You know what? I got to say this about Blanton's. You know how I said I like Buffalo Trace? Yeah. I crave it. I make cocktails with it. I, I drink it straight. I'm I got, I'm got. on a hunt for Buffalo Trace. I have two bottles of Blanton's. Mm-hmm. I never think of drinking it. Ever. Me either. You know those two bottles that we got at Buffalo Trace? Yeah. Still unopened. Still unopened. Because it's just... It's good, but it's not like, Oh, man. Thank I, you, Blanton's. I, I, gotta, I yeah. finally got it. I got oh, it. Oh, Like, when can I have another sip? You now, know? here's my thing. No. When we got Never. it for MSRP, yeah, I'm going to take it. Because it's so hard to find. Right. That's why I haven't un- oh, well. That's not the reason why I have it. I don't care if I open it or somebody wants it. I'm, I'm going to open. But with my collection that I have, not to trying to sound conceited or anything, when I look around and be like, man, I want a nice pour or something. Blanton's. I scan over Blanton's, and sometimes I reach for the Buffalo Traits or the Eagle Rare, Rare Tin. Yeah. It's just what it is. Yeah. I'm or something barrel proof. Like, it, it, must I be prob- the, it must be the. Their formula. Yeah. I, the number one formula. It's going to be a day that I will have the Blanton's. Maybe the two ones that I have, I might be like, you know what? These are actually pretty good. I should have opened these a long time ago. But it's not the first thing I reached for because it's like, oh my God, it's a Blanton's. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and plus you're talking about me and Dill. Like, of course, we don't like the way Buffalo Trace maps things out and how they produce. <laughs> we have so many bottles of Buffalo Trace. Like, I looked the other day, I was like, wait, I have five unopened Buffalo Traces. <laughs> right, yeah. And then the other day, I looked, and I was like, I got three unopened bottles of Eagle Rare. Three? Yeah. Well, I, 
Good. Two unopened. The third one I have unopened is probably shoulder length. Problem with me is if I open a bottle... You can't stop, huh? I can't. I love it. That's the one thing I want. So it, you know, I try to mix it up and I, you know, I...